Welcome to A Woman's Clarity, a new program by C2P. A Woman's Clarity aims to help both women and men in the financial services industry reach their full potential by interacting with like-minded, strong, and motivated holistic advisors. We've partnered within our network of institutional and carrier partners to bring expertise, advice, tips, and more from talented female leaders, professionals, and practitioners from the finance sector. Hi, Kirsten Schlumbaum, Vice President of Annuity Sales here at C2P and host of A Woman's Clarity. It is my privilege and honor to have one of my favorites on today, Mr. Tony Ingracia with Wealth Management Strategies in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. And a little known fact, he was recently awarded Advisor of the Year for 2023. So welcome. I appreciate you giving me the time to talk with me and our audience about your process. So thank you for being here. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. <laughs> well, I always enjoy talking with you. And I think we we're just talking about how I enjoy talking or speaking with your office because you're just, you're not only a financial advisor, you're relatable. You put the human back in humankind. You put kind in kindness. So your office does a lot for your community and I love it. So I'm just, well, I'm always excited, but I'm excited to have you here with us today to share on a topic that means a lot to me. And I think you've got some personal experience as well when talking or having the conversation throughout your process about asset-based long-term care or long-term care protecting your client's assets from the unknown. But before we get into that, Tony, do you mind sharing a little bit more about yourself and wealth management strategies and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm in Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, but as you can tell from the accent, I'm not born and raised here. Actually, the accent comes from New Jersey. I left Jersey in 1983, went to school at University of South Florida in Tampa, and moved to Rocky Mountain, North Carolina in 1990. Actually, I moved there with around $6,000 to my name, and I bought my first suit jacket from Goodwill when I started in the business. And I, you know, and I have that in my conference room wall, and I show clients that not so much to brag, but to let them know that I've worked hard for where we're at. Um, since then, I've been in the business 32 years, and we've created a process uh, called the Strategic Freedom Process. We have two offices, one in Rocky Mount and actually one in Moorhead City. Uh, instead of going into retirement, I'm grooming and helping other financial planners learn the process and share all the things that, you know, because there's certain things we can learn by going to school, by going to workshops, by taking um, classes, but there's certain things, Kirsten, you can't learn, and that comes through experience. And instead of burning history, I wanted to share that experience with others. So this way, I know clients are being taken care of through our process. Thirty-two years, Tony. When you're only thirty years old, kind of shocks me. You must yeah. have been a wonder <laughs> kid before you were born. Yeah, thank you. Um, throughout our time here at C2P, I've gotten to know you and your office, and I know that you're one of our advocates of leveraging the bucket plan, but you've also enhanced your process to help clients really formulate their plan to get to retirement. Do you mind sharing more about your process? Because I do believe this is one, one of the things that sets you apart when working with clients. Yeah, so we may do, so in North Carolina, um, you know, I joke about it, it's laid back, we're laid, people are laid back here. And I'll joke a little bit and say, you know, we're just getting disco. That's how laid back they are. 
So when people say, when people say, let me think about it in North Carolina, they really do. They mean, they, let me think about it. They they take a little bit slower pace. And, you know, if you hear that up in say, and you know, no disrespect for anybody up in New Jersey or New York, but if you hear, let me think about it up there, they're telling you to go fly a kite, back, basically, <laughs> you know, so you, you have to, I think it's a different close. But down here, we use our process, and what we do is we bring people in for the first meeting, and we call it our starter session. First, our process is called the strategic freedom process. That process basically helps people develop strategies so they can enjoy greater personal and financial opportunities in retirement. When people come in for the starter session, all we tell them is, hey, come in, find out what we do, how we help our clients. So this way, if you ever have a need, you'll know who you can turn to. It's very non-threatening. We don't talk about money. We have a very good conversation about their goals, what we call our DOS conversation. You know, if we were meeting here 12 months from the day, what would have to happen for us to feel happy with our progress? And we just listen to them. We tell them, you know, they don't need us to help them make money when the market does well or lose money when the market does bad. They can do that themselves, but they need someone to look at the tax strategies, to incorporate the investment planning, the insurance planning, the financial planning, the tax planning, incorporate that all and have it all come together as one. After that first meeting, then they'll decide whether they trust us. And we also decide whether we feel like we want to work with them and ask them to bring back confidential information. This is where we let them go back with the bucket and then they, a confidential questionnaire and they bring that back in. And then we can go from there. And then we, we do charge planning fees for our, for our plans. So that's kind of like in a nutshell a little bit. I know you gave me a, the 30,000 overview, but what I love about your process, it's a six step process. And how does this really relate to a woman's clarity? And in my point of view, women want to be educated and you're doing that. Women want to be heard and you're doing that. So from me to you, Tony, I appreciate your process and I appreciate what you do for your clients, regardless of they're male or female. But from where I sit, you do a lot for women in finance. So thank you. Um, that being said, uh, I want to talk a little bit about your process and the conversation around why long-term care or asset-based long-term care is important. Before we dive into that part of the process, you and I have had some conversations regarding our personal lives, do you mind sharing your own personal experience on why this is important to you and why this conversation is near and dear to you? Yeah. So, you know, being in the business 32 years, clients would come to me during meetings and said, Tony, you know, I'm taking care of a family member, a sibling, a spouse, a child. And, you know, my first thing is, you know, hey, we'll keep you in our prayers not knowing personally until just within the last year, um, I have my mom and dad who are both 84 and just had no idea and still don't know what they go through, but I know what I'm going through. And something, Kirsten, you know, as a financial planner, we prepare these clients financially, but nothing's ever talked about the emotion. You, you can't prepare emotionally physically or mentally and how this drains that caregiver. There's nothing out there for that caregiver. 
there is, you know, and I mentioned to you this before, is a book. If you know anybody that is caring for someone with dementia, it's called The 36-Hour Day. It's been a game changer. But just had no idea what they were going through. And everybody's different. So when I'm going through with my mom and dad, um, you know, and this happens a lot too. So we didn't realize dad's got this bit of dementia. Mom is home helping dad. Didn't realize how much she was doing and it actually dragged her health down. He did so much. He went out, got dehydrated, went into the hospital and came out three months later and she hasn't been able to walk since. So now we're caring for two, but it's so important if you know that another parent is caring for somebody else, they have to be careful that they're not driving their health down as well. That's so important, Tony. And I don't know if you could see my eyes tearing up because my siblings and I are going through something similar where we focus so much on our father's health because he is going through certain things. And my mom has always been the caregiver and the positive one that we didn't see her health declining. And it's not a matter of if we're going to be affected by the, the caregiving or having something happen to our parents or a loved one. It's when, I mean, we are all, if we're afforded the luxury of age and we get to live to age 85, like my father, I will probably have health challenges in my lifetime. You may have health challenges in your lifetime. So it's an important conversation to have, but a lot of people are afraid to have that conversation because you're one, you're facing your own mortality. You're facing your own age. So I know that in your process, you've got a strategic place and where you have the conversation but it's a conversation versus you're going to have this happen to you and you need this protection. So do you mind, first off, thank you for sharing about your family because I have goosebumps. It's relatable. We all are going to go through something like this, but can you share in your process when you have this conversation and how it's a conversation and nothing but, but why it works? Sure. I, I think anybody getting, you know, that has parents that are getting older, they know that this has to happen. And sometimes too, the parents don't, you know, even want to talk about it. Right. And, and we're sometimes coaching that sibling on how possibly maybe to approach the parents and everybody's different. Sometimes I'm almost wondering if I'm a psychologist. Now I do want to say I did graduate with a psychology degree and a minor in business. So I think I use psychology more um, now, but you, we don't use the hard um, the hard sale and scaring them and, and showing them the disasters. We don't take that route. We let them know what could happen, how that can happen, and what could, that could do financially. But the biggest thing is we start talking about is not the financial aspect of it, but the emotional aspect of it. Okay. Because, you know, if long-term care was easy to sell, then everybody would be doing it. It's a very difficult because there's so many different moving parts with every company. Mm -hmm. They say knowledge is power, right? But really, it's the applied knowledge. So you, whatever product someone is going to talk about with their clients, they really need to make sure that they know how, the, how they work. And sometimes, too, when we get into too much information, people tend to procrastinate. Right. So we have to be careful of that as well. 
Because if you start going into all the different ins and outs of the long-term care, people are going to get overwhelmed, and then they're not going to do anything. So don't talk about long, the long-term care product. Just talk about what it does and how that can help. And also let them know that, hey, this is going to help financially, but also you, we need to have that emotional conversation is that is really that's, that's the biggest aspect of it. And I don't know if that answered the question, but um, – I don't sell long-term care. They usually end up buying it. We just show them as a fiduciary, we show them why they need it, what's there, and the different products that are offered. Well, I you want know to- you, Tony, you really don't sell. You have conversations. You are talking about the different parts of their concerns, their priorities, and sometimes The conversation in long-term care isn't in the first six meetings. It could be at the annual review. Sometimes it comes up when something happens in their life. But again, it goes back to having a conversation so they know that you have the options and solutions to help them protect. That's like a secondary part of the protection conversation. So what part of your money would you like protected? Fabulous. We've got your plan in place. But you also mentioned that this is a concern if you live too long and you don't want to be a burden on your family. So let's continue this conversation. And I think that's one thing that I see you and your team doing and knocking it out of the park. Yeah, we we don't normally talk about long-term care until the trust is established, really. So you got a good point there. And now I think about it is, you know, we put it in the recommendations. We let them know as our fiduciary, we we need to let you know that this is important coverage. But a lot of times it's not till after the plan is done and into our review meetings where we've established the trust and relationships that we start going a deeper dive into the long-term care. Right. But you guys do a great job of it. And I think also suggesting the book, The 36-Hour Day, is an awesome uh, ask or an awesome reference to your clients if they are contemplating or going through it because you shared that book with me and I immediately, I I download the books. I don't always read because of time constraints, but I listened to it and I was like, my heart got pulled out of my chest and got put back in. And since I am 1900 miles away from my family, I'm like, what can I do to best support my brother and my sister, my mother and my father? And so I think you leading with knowledge is also a really key indicator of why you have success. I'm assuming probably not a lot of people have the discussion of the long-term care, do they? I think people shy away from it because it's a hard conversation. And if, I mean, I'm going to reference Dave Allison and his podcast with uh, the estate lawyer. He talks about it in that podcast. Would you rather support the ones you love with a plan or would you like to, or would you, are you, or do you, are you, I'm not going to say it as eloquently as Dave and Harvey did, but um, are you, are, are you going to see them go downhill because they're not, they're not, ta- they're taking care of you and not taking care of themselves. And it's a tough conversation who, I mean, do you really want to sit down and talk with somebody about their future health and what it does to their partner, their loved one, if they have to be taken care of? Yeah. And I would just mention this to some other planners that are out there that aren't talking about it. Don't wait till it happens to you personally to where you have to start talking about it. You know, it's a, it's a very important coverage. And I don't know if if you get it, want to get into product, but, you know, that four care, that four care annuity 
is a great product to supplement where, cause what's the, what's the biggest reason why people don't buy purchase long-term care? Oh, it's too expensive, Tony. Yeah, oh, it's too, it's oh too you're going to put me in a nursing home and you're going to put me in a place that's sterile and gross. That's right. what, it's, like selling, it's like selling disability to a 19 year old, right? It's not going to happen. You know, that's, that's not going to happen to me. Put me in a, put me in the garage, turn on the car and you know, I'll be done. Right. But that four care annuity for those that don't know about it, it's just something that I had found um, just recently. Mutual of Omaha used to have a similar product, but if you have a client that has say a $500,000 of assets, they're kind of self-insuring themselves. Well, they can take say a hundred thousand or $200,000 of that 500, put it into this annuity. It's earning 5%. And if they need long-term care, it triples in value. It's paid out over six years. There's more ins and outs that you need to know about it. But if you, if you want to provide a service and you want to be able to let your clients spend some of that other money, looking at that annuity may be an, a good alternate option. Well, we at C2P on the insurance side, we do have several options that we can provide for our advisors. And I know you and I do a lot of case design and conversations about what works best. For care is a great option. We've got multiple options. So if anybody listening, a part of the C2P family has questions, please give us a call here at the annuity uh, or the insurance support hotline, and we will help you answer your questions. Are there any other tools or insights that you would offer to somebody saying, Tony, I'm not having this conversation. I can have other conversations, but this one makes me nervous. What do I need to do? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. You just need to talk about it. Just have the conversation. Um, find out how they feel about things. Um, it's 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 your fiduciary responsibility to have this conversation. And if you're not, then shame on you. I mean, that's all I could say. It, it's not. It's sometimes it's not all about the money, right? It's it's about caring and taking care of that client. You know, people are always, we're always new at something at some point in our lives, right? You, you, you walked into your office 32 years ago, not having a 100% confidence in knowing what you were doing and you've built your legacy and you've built your practice because you've been a student of the business. And sometimes the best thing to do to learn and to get over the fear is to just do it. And what my, my big sister always says, well, get comfortable getting uncomfortable because that's where growth happens. So if people aren't having the conversation, they need to, because as you said, it's their fiduciary responsibility to at least have the conversation. And it's not a sale. It is a conversation. And sometimes you, it's, you do rinse, repeat, and you ask them again or talk about it again three years down the road, but at least you're doing it. Um, before I end our conversation here today, Tony, any other wise tips or insights for those listening about long-term care, about the business in general? Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Just do what you say, show up on time and say please and thank you. You know, just be humble and, you know, thankful for everything that this business has given to you. And it's our fiduciary responsibility to give it back to the clients, right? Absolutely. So, Tony, I... 100% appreciate you giving me your time today because I know when you give me your time, you're not doing what you do best is helping your clients. So thank you. And anybody listening, if you need insights, coaching on how to have the long-term care or protection conversation, reach out to your friends here at C2P. We will help you. 
And to those of you listening, whatever you do today, be good at it. Do good. Thank you so much for listening. At the time of delivery and any subsequent publishing, information was deemed reliable but is subject to change by the time of viewing or listening. The contents of this piece include the opinions and projections of C2P, are subject to change, and are for informational purposes only. The information provided in this presentation is not intended to be individual investment, tax, or legal advice.